Are we back? We're back. We're back! Yay! You guys thought we were gone forever, but we're not. We were gone forever. We were gone for a while. You were gone for a while. I was gone for a little while. We were gone for... What was our last date of recording? Do you have any idea? Um, it was definitely whilst I was still in Korea. Okay. Which clearly I am not. Welcome back, me. Um, I don't know that that's clear to our listeners. We did some podcasts while you were in Korea. Hey, listeners, I'm no longer overseas. I am at the same gorge darn table as the young Kyle Muma. It's fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. Kyle's got a nice shirt on. It's good. Dog. Patrick said that my outfit was trendy. It is trendy. Makes me feel nice about myself. Yeah, you've got one of those t-shirts that has buttons, but like doesn't need buttons. So, uh, Our last episode was October <laughs> 11th, 2018. It's been almost a full year. Wow. That's uh, that's uh, that's a two-guiatus right there. Wow. Might, might be the longest one. How did our... Breaking news: Our uh, our podcast is rated a three point five out of five on iTunes. Is that good or bad? People gave us a some people gave us a one. We have two fives and a and a one. Uh, well, I wonder who gave us the one. Also, I want someone who's dead to me now. Whoever that is. Two years ago, we got a review of "I'm Here for Ron's Takes." He spits hot fire by KD Par Five. Not sure who that was, but <laughs> thanks for listening, KD Par Five. <laughs> Anyway, so we have three <laughs> iTunes reviews. That's fun. Uh, review us on iTunes so that others can find this podcast. Or, Patrick, or what is this podcast? Or don't. This is two guys. It's about two guys. Me, guy, and you, guy. Used to be about two guys living together, and yes. then it was about one guy in Asia and one guy still living in Durham. Right, right. And now it's about one guy living here in this swell building and me living with my mom. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Shout out, Blandy. Yay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Patrick, talk to us about moving back to the United States. What's it been like? What's uh, – just lay it out there. Actually, you should probably lay out there the end of your Korea journey Well, the end of also. my – right. Yeah. The end of my Korea journey, I ended up traveling through Southeast Asia for like four months, just purely traveling. And then I did bartend in Thailand for a little while. Um, but, yeah, then I ended up in Hanoi, Vietnam with another teaching job. Did that for about four months, did some more traveling, and uh, then they made me teach kindergarten, which Patrick did not enjoy because Patrick does not like children. So, um, yeah, I couldn't handle that. So I, I said I said goodbye to them and that life, and now I'm here again. If they had let you teach ninth graders, would you have stayed? I was teaching high schoolers and college kids until they basically, long story short, they kind of like dissolved that program across the country mm. as I was like in it so by teaching do you mean showing hockey highlights uh that was part of it yeah i did show a lot of hurricanes highlights but you know what we were going to play off run so it was really important um yeah the kids didn't enjoy it but you know what i felt like it was uh educational so so quick questions from your time in asia favorite place uh pai thailand is my favorite place why because just really chill and beautiful favorite food uh, khao soy, also in northern Thailand. What's in the khao soy? It's like green coconut curry with chicken and vegetables and these like crispy noodles on top. Which sounds delicious. It is delicious. Um, I had another question. Favorite beverage? Favorite beverage? Um, uh, that's tough. Maybe just like a, a nice little Saigon special beer. 
just a little lager they they make down there in south southern vietnam and your best asian experience was what your best moment most enjoyable moment in asia that's very hard to pinpoint but i would say it was uh leading motorcycle tours uh in northern thailand up through the uh mehong san pass which was up near myanmar i've never rode a motorcycle you should try it. Most so mostly Thailand. It sounds like where most of your favorite moments. No, I mean I had good ones in Vietnam too. I just like enjoyed that part of Thailand the most. Mm. I lived there for a month and bartended in this little hostel, which was fun. Hostile, hostel, a hostel. Okay, well, welcome back, Hatcher um, Hostello. So when you arrived, what was the first thing that you did? You get back to what JFK. Uh, no, Atlanta, which is, Atlanta. by the way, the worst airport ever. I hate the airport. Fair. Um, Did you eat in the Atlanta airport? What was the first food you had in America? I don't remember. I slept for like four days. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Ever since then, it's Is there anything that you missed? Anything that you were excited to get back to? Uh, I missed playing hockey. Rejoined my own hockey team. Shockers. Shock them. Um, I don't know. Just the sky here is bluer. Mm. which is nice. I really appreciate that. I remember you saying that. I remember you saying the sky was a noticeably different color. It is a noticeably different color. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Um, yeah, in northern, the northern part of Southeast Asia in the summer, they have, in the spring and summer, they have this thing called the burning season where they like burn a bunch of old crops to like reforest and stuff, but it makes the entire sky smoky for like a couple months. Mm. And then if you're in any of the cities, it's just always smoggy. So here it looks very blue and clear and the clouds are nice and fluffy and I like it. So give everyone an update on uh, what you're doing now. (laughs) (laughs) That. uh, Just back to my old ways, I guess. Jobs, bartending and running and stuff, that kind of thing. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I don't like your posture right now. Struggling. I don't like your posture. Sorry. Sit up posture. Yeah. Spoken like a real teacher. Uh, Do you think you're going to stick around Durham for a little while? Uh, That is very much up in the air. Not sure. I'm here till the end of the year. What would the other places in consideration? Stop asking me life questions, Kyle. You know I don't have the answers. You don't know where else you would consider? No. Okay. Cool. You know this. Well, it's been great talking to you yep. all. Uh, that's another episode of Two Guys in the Books. And how. What? I think people say that at the end of stuff sometimes. Oh. And how. You ever heard that? Nope. It's never like an old, old-timey old movie thing. I imagine it exists. Okay. All right. Well, if you don't want to talk about it yourself, what do you want to talk about, Patrick? Uh, we could uh, revisit the Carolina Hurricanes, who are looking fierce right now. They're primed. Primed. They're primed and ready. Prime time. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Nice. Yeah. There was a um, pre like a preseason thing in the athletic the other day that had us projected for like just over a hundred points. Projected us first in the metro, and it was just a weird thing to see. Yeah, I've noticed on uh, Twitter that the uh, Canes hype from non-hurricane specific sources has been the most by far it's ever been. Yeah. Like the Atlantic. Um, the hockey news, NHL.com, like there, there've been, it's been so much more than there ever has been, yeah. which I don't know if that's a product of making the Eastern conference playoffs or finals or whatever, or if it's more of like a, like Dundon's throwing money at people to like write more about us or something. I have no idea. I think it's probably the former. I think probably. we had a really good year and we have an exciting team. 
young team, exciting team, good team. And frankly, the rest of the teams in the Metro aren't really anything to write home about. So. No, yeah, they're all kind of falling off. They've, they've, they're starting to show their age, Capitals, Penguins. The teams that have been bad are getting better but aren't quite good enough yet, like the Rangers and the Devils. And then the teams that were good are getting either getting old or have lost a bunch of players and are now worse. Yeah, or cannot afford to pay anybody anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're in a pretty good spot. We're now under the salary cap with Justin Falcon, I believe. Should be. We should be. Yeah. I didn't actually check, but I assume that was the purpose of the deal. So give me the two... Two things you're most excited about for the Hurricanes this year. Two storylines or players or things that you're most excited to see. Uh, well, I think I'm finally ready to see uh, Nechas. Martin Nechas. Okay. Uh, his name literally means bad weather in Czech, so that's awesome. Uh, he looked good on the checkers. He's young. He's fast as hell, apparently. Um, you think he's going to make the team? I think he almost has to. Everything I've been reading lately sounds like he might get beat out by Gautier. I don't hate that either because apparently he's just an animal. Yeah. You know, like he's 6'4", like 225, just like it's interesting. pure I, muscle. I was excited for NHS too, but I am partially like more excited for Gautier if he's actually good enough to beat out NHS. That's probably a good sign. Uh, but the problem is we have prospects now who are too good to just like stick on the fourth line. Well, that's the thing. Like, what are you going to do? You can't. The whole reason Natchez didn't play for us last year is because we didn't want him in the expansion draft. Right. I mean, so, like, what are you going to do with him now? You can't just leave him on the checkers. It's again. just funny because <clears throat> three years ago, four years ago, I remember being like, like, every offseason would be like, all right, we're going to draft this player, you know, fifth overall, and then we're going to have to put him on the second line immediately. And, like, they just weren't good enough to do that. Now we have these prospects who, like, deserve to be on the second line, but we don't have any room for them. Right. Which is a, such an interesting problem. Well, so who's our top six right now? It'd be Aho, Teravainen, Niederreiter, Zingle. Uh, uh, Eric Halla and Jordan Stahl, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like some, I mean, that doesn't quite add up because like, I think Stahl would be maybe well, centering off. Spatch, yeah, maybe Stahl is centering the third line. Right. Um, I'd rather have Stahl as the third line center. So NHS could slot in as a second line center, which would be ahead of Halla. Not ahead of Halla. You can move Halla to a wing. Does he play wing? Yeah, he might play wing. He's played both. Okay, but. You could. Slot, I think he's a could, natural center. Though. He is. Yeah, he is. But if you're, um, if Aho and Natchez are your centers of the future, I mean, Stahl is a perfect third center. Yeah, like he, that's, he makes a ton of sense as a third line. Center. That's why he was so good on the Penguins when he was on the Penguins. Yeah. He's a third center. Um, so yeah, I don't hate that, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think you're at least gonna have to give him a real look and like, you know. I mean, we're bound to have injuries. Like he's bound to play this yeah, year for but, sure. Like there's right, no way. So Natchez is your number one. What's what's your other storyline that you're excited about? Thanks for shooting that down, by the way. Um, I'm excited about it too. I just got also you excited didn't about seem Gautier. That excited. Lately. That's all. Yeah, I have been hearing a lot about Gautier as well. Um, I don't know. I just am like pumped that we're not getting shit on right now, like by the media. That's just amazing. So you're excited about the hype? I'm excited about the hype. I am a little. I'm starting to get a little bit. Gun shy though. I'm like, all right, calm down. Like, that's wait till we. I, that's like, how I'm feeling. Wait till we win a couple of games. That's first, how I'm feeling. You know, because we we traditionally don't start hot. Yeah. So I don't, and also like losing Williams and losing Falk, two of allegedly the best guys in the locker room. I mean, uh, someone, I think it was Chip Alexander, like wrote something the other day about like how locker room chemistry can be really finicky. Yeah. And those two guys were like clear cut leaders. I mean, captain and assistant yeah. captain. So. Well, I was going to ask you for your two biggest points of reservation next, but well, my first one is that I I think we need to like pump the brakes on the hype almost a little bit. Like, okay. 
not get too into ourselves right away because a lot of people are like we're the sexy pick in the east right now um but yeah i don't know just be calm stay within ourselves i also wonder what we're going to do about a captain because historically you need a captain i mean you just need one like so so who do you give it to gun to your head who's the captain now now go name it martin we got martin nook yeah what (laughs) really yes and i have a theory i don't think martin has any longevity on our team that's that's fine but the guy who should be the captain isn't old enough yet Uh oh you just don't want to give it to slavin uh i don't I don't mind Slavin as it, but I, I think that if Martinuk is only on our team for two or three years, both of those guys could use a couple more years before they're ready. So if that's the theory, then why not just give it to Stahl? Because he shit the bed when he was the captain. Well, he was only half a captain. Right, but he still shit the bed when he was the yeah, captain. Okay. It's an interesting theory. I don't think they would... He's like the emotional leader of the team. He's like everyone's favorite dude. Why yeah. not just let him be fun? It was like... Um, they're captains like that sometimes. And, like, if we're going to be, like, that crazy, like, new age Tom Dundon team, why not just fucking throw the coolest guy in the room to see? I think you give it to Slavin. I think you give it to Slavin. Even if it's only for a year or two, I think you give it to Slavin. Or you just give it straight to Aho. I mean, you know it's going to be Aho in the right. next so, like, year or two. But so then why, how could, what's wrong with just giving it to him now? Because then how could you, like, how could you give it to Slavin and then take, away, take it away well, from so him later? I guess that's my question is why not just give it to him now? Like, how old was... Taves when he became captain, or how old was Dustin Brown when they became captain? Like, weren't uh, they young? Well, yeah, and like, I mean, Crosby, McDavid, I think those guys were like 19, but I mean, I don't think that, I think that they were probably more like vocal leaders and stuff. I mean, Aho was still learning English his first year, you know? Like, I don't remember, I, I think, I feel like Dustin Brown is the one, is the comp for this. I don't, I never saw Dustin Brown as like a really vocal, like out front guy, but, but he, I feel like he became the captain in his early twenties. But he was also like a really high energy physical player. I mean, people would go to a war with that guy. Ajo is not blasting anybody into the boards. He's just scoring a lot of goals and getting assists, which is awesome. And I do think eventually he'll be the captain, but I just say like, if, you know, you can, I think he also is someone who doesn't mind playing in a small market. He signed his offer sheet with Montreal just to push his contract ex- yeah. negotiations forward. Like it's an interesting question. Like, should your best player be your captain, or should it? You know, is it, is it more about other things? Like, should your best player just be allowed to be your best player and not have to also be your captain? I think absolutely. I mean, if you look at the Blackhawks, like offensively i'm not saying overall but like kane's a better player offensively than Taves for sure he almost wins the heart every year how many teams can you really say that about though how many for how many teams is their best player not also their captain uh i mean we'd have to make a list yeah i i interesting study to do yeah i mean i don't know i think it'd be fun to have arnook do it it's not like williams was our best player last year yeah like he was in our top six that's true that's true he definitively was not our best player last year yeah. yeah Okay. All right. I'll give you my my two biggest points of excitement. One is our defensive core continuing to get better, in my opinion. I think um, – what's the guy's name we just got from Edmondson? San Luis Edmondson. I don't know. He's apparently is. a big physical guy. That's good. Who makes sense for our third pairing. And I'm, I'm hopeful that Jake Gardner can make our power play not awful. Like – He'll help. Slightly better. Gardner's a puck mover. Um, he just gets – torched every now and then which is kind of what Falkland so I'm excited about our defenseman and I would say I'm excited about second year Sveshnikov I feel like he's ready to just blow up and be like a 
you know, 30, 35 goal guy. I agree. He's, uh, a, he's a horse. And he'll he's, be more than that, I think. Down, I think he will have 40 goal seasons in him. But I'd, I'd be surprised if he didn't hit 30 this year. He came on real strong yeah. at the end. And all the, like, underlying numbers with him seem to be really good. Yeah. Biggest points of concern, mine was going to – Captain was going to be one of mine who's, like, the who steps into the Justin Williams void – and how long is that void even there? Like, it sounds like he's going to come back at some point. And, like, do you make him captain for half the season? I like, I, I think – I don't think he's going to come back. That's a weird thing. Yeah, it's like the Mike Fisher thing yeah. in Nashville. But and then the other – There's no way he'd be able to get up to speed in time to be uh, useful, especially if we have all these, like, really fast young guys who are – I don't know, know. At that point in your career, you probably could – he probably could get up to speed. He's not going to be a first-line winger, but he could get up to speed enough to play with, like, stall on the third, like, old man gritty line. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I think his his he puts up point. He can't play on a checking line. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what yeah. we do with him. I mean, Mike, I really Mike Fisher could play on a checking. That's line. true. Like Williams true. is not a checking line. That's guy. true. Um, and then the other one for me is uh, goaltender per usual. I'm just not. I'm I'm never. Mrazek has never shown an ability in his career to be like a consistent number one. So. There's a fear for me that no. he isn't that guy, and then we're kind of we're either depending on a resurgence from James Reimer, or we're dependent on Nindelkovic being good as a rookie, which you know worked out for St. Louis last year, but it's not really something I want to rely on. No, so. but I think he's been consistently good enough that I don't hate him as our second guy. I don't who yeah. Nindelkovic. That's fair, but I mean, we haven't seen him much at the NHL level, so it's but when tough he has to really come, up, he's played pretty well. He's played like one game, right? But he won it. Okay, well, one, one I'm not going to base my. I'm pretty sure. You know. I, he also just won the Calder Cup, I'm so sure I mean, like, what Jimmy Graham won some games too. It doesn't mean I liked. Him. Okay, but like, <laughs> if you're at the AHL level, what can what else can you possibly do other than like dominate the league the entire year and then win the Calder Cup? That's fair. I mean, he's got nothing left to prove to me. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Yes, it will. Um, we'll get there. Okay, night is in about a week. A week from tomorrow, I think. Pitter patter. Week from tomorrow, I will be at a an Atlanta Braves playoff game that night. Ugh. So I will not be watching the opening really? night game. You have to tell me how it goes. Oh, who are you going to that with? Uh, Sam and Kevin and Nick Nelly and his wife. Mm. Great wedding, by the way. Sam's wedding. Yeah, my sister's married now. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I came back actually. I don't buy that. Don't it tell was, Sam that. That'll get to it. That'll go straight to her head. Well, it didn't. Like, I mean, I thought about it. It's like, you know, if I come back, I get to go to the wedding. It's good times. It's good time. Good time was had by all. Yep. My sister uh, did us all the courtesy of spilling champagne on the wedding dress the morning of, so we get to make fun of her forever, which is excellent. Kudos, kudos to Sam for not being a crazy. Bride. I'm not sure there's a better testament to how non-crazy of a bride she was than the fact that she got champagne spilled on her wedding dress and then proceeded to take a picture with Anna Bland and smile about it on her wedding day. That I feel like that would cause yeah. most brides to have somewhat of an explosion. Yeah, the fact that Anna Bland didn't wake up murdered was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good outcome. Yeah, it's a strong outcome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Happy, happy marriage. I guess I don't know how you. Mazel tov. There you go. That's it. Mazel tov. Okay. Cool. Um, what else you got for us, Kyle? Uh, well, Patrick, 
What, so where have you been since you've been back in Durham? Let's talk about what's what exists here that didn't exist when you left. Uh, Are there new places? The axe throwing place is new. I have an issue with that place. Why? Because you can just get an axe at the store <laughs> and there's plenty of trees around. I have to fucking pay somebody to go throw axes at a wall. Also, you pay by the hour. Can you really have fun throwing axes for an hour? I feel like I'm going to throw 10 and be done with it. So, Okay. Let me just play devil's advocate like, here. What did, why do you pay? Why do people pay money to come work out at a gym when you could just go find a heavy stick in the woods and lift it over your head? Uh, a lot of people do that. First of all, just don't go to gyms and work out. I often don't go to gyms and work out. I go run the fitness loop at Duke sometimes and just do push-ups and pull-ups and squats and okay. stuff. So people do that. Um, however, people like to go to gyms because the equipment's better. It's more balanced, safer. I can get splinters, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I think you just answered your own question. Okay. There you go. Like, Equipment's better. It's safer. You're not going to get is splinters. It safer? Someone will serve you a drink. Is it safer? I mean, theoretically, you're doing some safety training. I haven't been yet, so I don't know. Okay. Well, I... But if you miss the tree in the woods, the hatchet doesn't, like, come back at you. Have you ever walked by that place and see that the axe is bouncing back at people? No. They do. Well, if you don't throw it in there, right? I think it probably would happen off of a tree also. Well, if you don't, the, the tree is round. The tree, if you miss the middle of the tree, it'll just bounce off. And okay, keep going so it forward. won't bounce off a wall is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it won't come okay. straight back at you. Okay, so that place is new. Apparently you hate it. Boxcar is new. Been to Boxcar yet? I have been to Boxcar. Thoughts on Boxcar? Uh, it's too loud. Durham Academy 10-year reunion coming up at Boxcar. I can't believe we have to pay for that. I can't believe you're surprised by that. I can't believe you're not. I've been to reunions before. My reunion at Duke was much more expensive than my okay, Durham Academy reunion. I mean, both of my Duke reunions, my Fuqua reunion and my Duke reunion were okay, more expensive. Well, to be fair, the tuition at Duke is a lot more. So, mm-hmm. you know, I bet you your App State reunion costs money as well. I am definitely not going to that. Yeah. Well, um, also, I don't even there? think that we have them at App State. Yes, you do. Everybody has. Reunions. I don't know. I don't get emails from them or anything. I'm sure you haven't updated your information since you left. Are you supposed to do that? If you want to get emails, you should. I don't think I need any emails from App State. By the way, we beat UNC last week in football. How about that game? Go Nears. Go Nears. Is my building new since you were last year? Uh, it was a hole in the ground when I was last year. When you last lived here. But you saw my building last time you were in Yeah, when I was States. here over De- yeah. in December for like four days. Yeah, we Juice Keys in my building is new. A new juice bar and smoothie and acai bowl place. Yawn. It's very expensive, but it's very tasty. Yawn. Um, there's a new like Italian wine bar. There's a new cocktail bar called Kingfisher that's great. I don't like that place. Well, it's not your vibe at all. It's, there's no windows in there. Well, that's the whole point. It's what's like a prohibition-style cocktail bar. Okay, that's but like, the whole point. what's the point of having a bar? I mean, we live in a southern city, right? You just said you love accordion club. Yeah, there's a huge back porch there. Okay, but there's no windows. They have windows, A. And B, they have an enormous back porch. Okay. Um, I just think you should be able to sit outside or look out a window or something. That's There's fair. no air in there. It gets hot. Have you been to the Oak House yet? Uh, yeah, I went one time. For coffee? For what? Uh, for, for a beer after a Bulls game. Nice. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, not a fan. Why? Uh, this is the place that I wanted to do a Durham review of, but I'm not going to because Patrick's not a fan. Why don't you do your review and then I'll critique? I love the Oak House. It's in my building. Don't like the name. Okay. That's fine. You're allowed to have that critique. Uh, First of all, the people who work there are super friendly. I'm a big fan of the individuals. 
Second of all, I like its versatility. I often go there and work during the day. It's a great spot to work, great spot to meet people for, you know, a casual coffee. Um, they have, I think, a pretty good beer list for a coffee shop. No, really? Interesting. You disagree? Um, I don't necessarily disagree with that part. Okay. They have a great wine list. And starting today, actually, they have a really great bourbon list and tasting menu, which I am very excited about. Um, so I, I just find it to be a very versatile place. I have often gone to Oak House in the morning for my coffee, in the afternoon for a meeting, and then in the evening for a glass of wine or a beer or soon to be a bourbon. They often have like a piano player in there at night, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I find it to be a very pleasant, enjoyable place. Okay. Critique. Uh, I don't like the name. What's wrong with the name? The Oak House. It's not even made of oak. At the accordion club has no accordions. There is an accordion at the accordion oh, club. God. There is. You love the accordion. Club. I do love the accordion. It's club. not a club. How about that? It is a club. Okay. Because technically, whatever. Yeah, it is. So go ahead. Um, don't like the name. I think it's too bright in there. Like at night, it was. The you just only- complained about places not having enough windows, and now it's too bright in there. Windows weren't about the brightness; they oh, were okay. about the air. Okay. Right? The airflow. And yeah, like look out. It's nice to be able to see outside. But also, again, accordion club, big back porch. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I just didn't like the lighting. I didn't, everyone, every time I've walked by it, it just seems like it's full of people on their laptops, which is just a little weird to me. That's like, like, that's like what a coffee shop is meant for. People sit in their in a coffee shop and do work. But it's not a coffee shop. It's also a bar. Thing. Yeah, but most of the e- most of the time in the evening, there aren't people there on their laptops. Disagree. Okay, I will go by tonight. I will take a photo. We will see what everybody inside the Oak House is doing, and I bet you the majority of them are not on their laptops. If it's less than three laptops, I will pay for your first round of bourbon there. Great, I'm in. I know what I'm ordering. Full price bourbon. Yeah, there's going to be at least three laptops. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there's my was going to be Durham review turned into just trying to defend my place that I like from Patrick. It's just got that like, it's got no, one of the things I miss about Durham places is just how grungy they used to be and like just seedy. It doesn't have grunge. There's zero grunge there. There are still plenty of grungy places in Durham if that's the vibe that you're looking for. I can name like three. Okay, name them. Accordion Club, Green Room, and then kind of Surf Club. I would definitely put Surf Club. Surf Club has now been invaded by Liberty Warehouse, so every time you go in there, it's like full of grad students and shit. (laughs) I'm I'm serious. I just don't understand why a bar can't be nice if people from Liberty Warehouse are there. I don't, that's not, it just, it used to be like, I still like Surf Club, I still go there sometimes, but it's just a different crowd now. It's just, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. The people in Liberty are fine. Liberty people. I'm not trying to come at you, but it's just, it's noticeably different. Oh man. All right. I'm sorry that people in Liberty Warehouse have invaded your grunge and brought a different vibe that totally ruins your city. stuff. I didn't say it ruined it. I just said the place isn't like it used to be. Which is fine, people, all right? It's fine. I can just go somewhere else. What about Dirty Bowl? I don't really like their beer. I don't like their beer either, but it's kind of grungy Durham. Yeah, but I don't like their beer, and it's super expensive. They have, really? like, they've got like $9 pints. I never go there. It's so. Yeah, I don't... 
if I liked their beer, then I would just think it's all right. But um, also, no windows. That's true. No windows. But they do have a nice porch. Yeah. I'm going to find some grungy Durham bars for you. They just might not be downtown. Uh, the grunge has been pushed out of downtown. Yeah, so. it has. I, but, you know, part of the thing is if you go to a bar, it's nice to be downtown because then you can just walk. It's tough. It's tough. Life is tough. Life is tough for a yeah. grungy boy. Yeah. I'm not even a grungy. I shouldn't even get to weigh in on this because I, you know, am not that bad, I guess. But I think you're great. I think you're the opposite of bad, Patrick. Thanks, Kyle. That's, and it's great to have you really, at home and it's great to record a podcast with you. That's that's a really nice sentiment. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. He's looking me right in the eye, people, when he's saying this. I've been looking at you right in the eye most of this podcast. Very weird. I don't like it. I want you to look somewhere else. Anything else you want to talk about, Patrick, before we sign off? Oh, not much else new going on for me. Just working, watching some. I've had a lot of time to watch Netflix lately. I also found a new show called Letter Kenny. Have you ever seen that show? No. You need to watch it. It's about these Canadian people who just talk trash to each other. All Letter night. Kenny? Yes. All right. There's yeah. Patrick's TV show recommendation. That's, that's my homework for you guys. Letter Kenny. Go watch a couple episodes of Letter Kenny. Very funny. There you go. Yeah. Great homework. Yeah. Then we can we can chirp at each other. You know I never do homework, so Me either. Yeah. I'm not in school. Did <laughs> you uh did you get your Xbox back? Are you back on the on the sticks? I keep forgetting. It's very hard to track down Kuiper to find it. I tried to offer you mine. Well, I'm it's sitting mine. in a cabinet right there. You can have it. I haven't plugged it in in many years. Why? I don't know. I just don't. I never have time to play Xbox. But I want to resurrect Red Gumbale, and I can only do that with my Xbox. I don't think that's true. I think it is true. I don't think I can sign on to mine with yours. I think Red Gumbale exists in the cloud, Patrick. Red Gumbale is a figment of the internet. But I can't. I don't think you can put a gamer tag. Can you? Move? We can talk about this offline. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, if that's the case, then Rollins, warm up your sticks, dude, because you know I know what I'm doing tonight. Everybody, welcome Patrick back. If you haven't seen him yet, hit him up. He's got like an old school Motorola phone that won't be able to actually communicate with your phone, but that's you can hit not, me up. That's not true. And I'll hit Patrick. It's up. not true. <laughs> It's not true. How old is that phone? Like a like a month. Oh, you actually got a new phone? Well, I mean, that would uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, hit me up and I'll reach out to Patrick for you. <laughs> yeah, All right. Whatever. Any last words? Uh, nope. You ruined them. Thanks. Okay. By criticizing my phone. Sorry. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.